0: Welcome into the AU Radio Comics Corner. I think you never outgrow your love of these stories. A weekly look at new and upcoming comic book releases. I loved anything that was imaginative, that was high concept, that was a little bit bigger than life. Join us.
1: You guys are great.
0: Pull up a beanbag chair, settle in, and thumb through this week's issues with George and Travis. Purveyors of
1: entertainment, we hope. We hope indeed. Welcome on down to the Comics Corner podcast with uh, with myself, George and Travis. That's me. It is. And then on the recording we have Mister Jason. Hey guys, how are uh, hey, how you guys doing this week?
0: Sleepy. Yep. Sleepy. <laughs> yeah. I think that's You're the pretty, g- really low energy today. It seems like
1: that's, so. that's the consensus. We shall forge ahead. We shall. <laughs> Uh, with a really fun week of comics, uh, there was a lot of, lot of, lot of fun ones. Uh, a lot of on point for the Halloween release this week too. Uh, Halloween was Wednesday, which is when all new comics come out, and so because of that, we—I I don't know if I'm sure they did it on purpose—but we got a new issue of Witches from Scott Snyder and Jock. This is a prequel of sorts. Uh, it kind of explains uh, one of the side characters' backstory. Um, who is a particularly badass little kid uh, who it turns out uh, his family has been hunting witches for a really long time. And it kind of gets into the history and kind of explains a little bit more of the lore and how people and witches in this world kind of have this weird, like, symbiotic relationship where there are some families that will actually, like, like, commit themselves and one of their children to the cause. It's, like, <laughs> a whole bunch of really messed up stuff. Yeah, my kid, why not?
2: Right, Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah basically that yeah uh but really really good i mean jock just knocks it out of the park on the art he is one of the best horror artists out there he just he realizes the crazy crazy I, we were talking about it last week i i have i have gone head over heels talking about this comic but i'm really happy to get it in
2: well it's definitely the one that's
1: uh that's really close to uh, scott snyder's heart mm-hmm. he, he loves this story and he did, it along those lines, he did a little introductory kind of explanation of what the comic is at the beginning, and then I just, I was flipping through it, and um, at the very end, he has a really long, like, letter to the fan, kind of apologizing, explaining why it took as long as it did to put it out, and he really does, like, <laughs> well, put it's not his heart, like he wasn't doing anything else. Right, no, I mean, like, writing <laughs> DC's main, like, event for last year, and curating yeah. Justice League for, um, for, like, a half a year now, but... Yeah, he uh it, it this is a very, very near and dear to his heart comic. Like I, I can imagine that they wanna make sure it's perfect. Yeah. And if it takes a long time to do that, then so be it. Uh another awesome image comic for the week. We got Maneater's number two.
2: Just, I, I hear that one is uh is chocked full of useful information.
1: It is indeed. For uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's a. It's got a little kitty cat tampon on the on the cover. A little, it's got a tampon with little kitty cat whiskers and ears drawn on it. And it may just explain how to use one of those things. <laughs> Not specifically kitty cat ones, but there's a, a page where the main character is at that age where she's dealing with that. And in this world, uh, girls at that age are very, very uh, likely to have uh, uh, this transformation. Uh, into cat monsters and have been attacking family members uh, without abandon. <laughs> and if that premise doesn't do it for you, then, I mean, maybe don't pick it up. But I think... Uh, <laughs> and isn't it, isn't the whole concept based on something that you can actually get from
2: handling, like, uh, cat feces?
1: Yeah. And the word is toxoplasmosis. X. And,
2: and this is the,
1: the X is the the
2: one that turns you into a gigantic man eating cat
1: yep yep so yeah that is that is where this story is going, and it's uh it's embracing all aspects of what kind of uncomfortableness can go along with that sort of thing,
0: I like that the back cover just says. Period.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, the, wasn't the back of the last one uh, an ad for uh, drinking water for boys?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because
2: they sh- they shoot everything full of uh, like chemicals to keep to keep the girls from having their their regular cycle. Okay. Because that's that's what triggers the whole uh, mutation and changing into the cat. Mm-hmm. So you have to have safe drinking water without all that for boys. Huh. Good old cat poop. (laughs) Thanks, cats. (laughs) Uh,
1: A couple more from Image. Uh, We got Ice Cream Man number eight, which has been, God, just such a ridiculously (laughs) crazy ball of madness and chaos, and uh, with
2: a super creepy cover. (laughs) Oh
1: my God! Yeah.
2: Ah, I'm so bummed. We never did get our uncensored.
1: Oh no. The
2: the covers that they were doing for the uh that event. That's last too bad. Month.
1: I forgot about that. They shorted us the bastards. Yeah.
2: All all the other comics were doing like, oh my shirt ripped and here's my chest and, and ice cream man, it just had the ice cream man dressed in a dress and you he was hiking it up so you could see his ankle.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yes, that, that uh Amish uh Amish porn. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it was very tasteful. It was scandalous. <laughs>
2: And it, every one of them had a censored one, too, so it had, a like, a censor
1: bar across his ankle. Yep. <laughs> we got that one, but we didn't get the uncensored one. Yeah. I was so bummed. <laughs> Diamond didn't want us to have that, yeah. that promiscuous cover. Thanks, Diamond.
0: <laughs> I only know the area we live in, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, we also got The Realm, number 10, which is, I believe it's the end of the second story arc, uh, which has been just... It's such a great comic. Uh, I'm so
2: bummed that I I fell behind on that one.
1: I have fallen a little behind too, but um I think now that the second story arc is done, this will be a good time to catch up. I'm sure we'll get a trade in the next week or two. I'm sure but they they're usually pretty prompt with them.
2: Yeah. And that one uh for anybody that hasn't read it was uh it it's the one that's uh it's like modern times and then I forget what happens <laughs> the
1: There isn't really any warning for it, but these, like, portals open up in the sky and start releasing, like, Dungeons Dragons-style monsters into our world, and humanity's just left to, like, deal with
2: it. (laughs) I I suddenly confused that with one that's coming out called uh, the, The Warning, where this big machine just starts appearing in the sky.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I think I saw an ad for that one. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's been it's been really really good for anybody that's like a fan of just sci-fi and if you like D and D, this is definitely a comic that scratches both of those itches. Hmm. Yeah, uh, you said you read a little description of this one, right?
2: Yeah, so uh, Hex Wives came out. Uh, basically, it's it's a it's a story that takes place between these two like warring factions. Uh, one are these reincarnating witches that uh, go life after life at uh, battling uh this other group which i, uh, I didn't write down so now I, i've completely forgot what they're called uh, but uh it, it fought, the main character like wakes up and and she's in this very like 50s uh cul-de-sac neighborhood and and then uh starts to realize that something's a little off and then at the end there's a big cliffhanger Huh.
1: Nice. And yeah, it does seem like it's kind of jumping around the timeline quite a bit. Um, but yeah, no, this is good. It's another another one coming out from uh, Vertigo with their uh, bit of a resurgence that they have going on right now. It, it
2: seems like all the all the uh, they're, they're just using these little side projects to 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 shoot out their their kind of darker ones.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, that's what that's where Vertigo really shines when they do the yeah. darker stuff, the edgier stuff. That's usually I don't know when they kind of strike gold. But uh, yeah, I, I'm happy to see her to go back in action. <laughs> uh, we also got Stranger Things number two. We need a little sound for for everything, like a little uh. God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we not, do not.
1: No, okay, all right, fair. Jason shoots that idea down immediately. That's fine.
2: What you don't want even more stuff
0: to do? <laughs> well there's a lot of stuff uh,
1: a lot of stuff on the horizon that I
0: already don't have time for that we're digging into, so that's fair. I'll I'll, I'll see what
1: I can do, George. You're fine. Give you some good sounders. Okay. I mean we I mean, like any good radio show, we need to have all sorts of yeah. uh, onomatopoeia going on. This should just be morning zoo. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you say Spider Man, I want to hear flip flip. Okay. How about when? Then you know we got the snicked for the Wolverine. We can we can come up with <laughs> yes. stuff. Yeah, it'll be super easy, no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no sweat. Uh, uh, Bone Parish came out. Oh yeah. That's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. That one. I
2: need to read that one. That one sounds really good. I don't know. I, I I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but uh, I, I was looking forward to it because it it it's it's starting to really pick up some steam and lots of really bad stuff is about to happen in that book.
1: Nice. Those are always the best ones. Uh, we also, from Dark Horse, we also got uh, the Witcher Library Edition, which I know we were talking about yesterday how, how uh, Mr. Cavill doesn't necessarily exactly, I don't know, it's hard to say. I, I'm like split because the white looks really weird on his hair. There's pictures <laughs> of Henry Cavill who's playing uh, Geralt. Uh, online with you know the newly updated white hair instead of just the kind of whatever dashing mm. rugged I have handsome no frame thing. of
2: reference because uh, I, I never really got into the whole Witcher thing.
1: That it's a fun series. I really really like the third one, which I'm sure I was just one of the the hordes of people that jumped onto the bandwagon <laughs> since it was one of those really popular games when it came out. But it's a it's a really solid game. The story is really fun. Uh, There's a weird bit of, like, the timeline that he's lost and trying to regather some memories together. Mm. But I think that happened in the earlier games, and now it's just kind of he's going forward and doing his thing. But, yeah. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. A couple of big ones from DC out this week. Actually, a few big ones. Um, uh, We got the first part of The Drowned Earth, which is crossing over between Justice League and Aquaman. Um, which Scott Snyder, I believe, will be involved in writing this this story, but uh, James Tinian wrote this first part, and it really gets the ball rolling and sets up a lot of stuff. Um, so, and, yeah. it,
2: and this is the first one that's not Aquaman or Justice League. Right, right,
1: right. which I think it's kind of like how they have the finale of The Witching Hour, um, where the first part was Justice League Dark slash Wonder Woman, yeah. And then for the last one, they switched it to Wonder Woman slash Justice League Dark, or vice versa.
2: Yeah, and then there's one that's just The Witching Hour. Mm-hmm. Try yeah. and keep track of that, kids. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do if you if you tell us that you want to crossover, we'll make sure we try and take care of you. But yeah, it can it can be a little bit confusing. So if it doesn't seem super straightforward, you're not wrong. Uh, so then also we got Heroes in Crisis number two, uh, which actually came out. <laughs> yeah, as as opposed to what I told everybody. <laughs> eh, you know, you win some, you lose some. But yeah. no, it's it's been really, really good. It's it's you know dealing with some less happy superhero themes, but um, Harley Quinn's been around and just as crazy as she ever has been, and blaming Booster Gold for massacres and things.
2: <laughs> I I love how the the first one started just hanging out in a diner, and then yeah, you know,
1: she shows up, and they're like, oh, I guess we're gonna have to fight, huh? Yep. <laughs> I, the way that Tom King frames up uh, what Harley Quinn does in this comic book is is amazing. Like, she, it, it's probably my favorite Harley Quinn comic that she's been in in I don't know how long. Like, she, they've kind of had her going off doing the weird Deadpool thing, breaking the fourth wall and kind of yeah. being just crazy. But this is this is crazy with direction. Like, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm enjoying what Tom King's doing with this. And the artwork is so much the best work that Clayman has ever done. It's. A, I, I said it when the first issue came out, but I even more now. Like he's just killing it, figuratively and, not. I guess not literally. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that good stuff. I. Did you have any other singles you want to throw out there?
2: Um. But uh, there's. Uh, <clears throat> the the Batman Max came out. Oh, true. Right hey, there we go. We worked it in. <laughs> Which uh, I was, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Jen about that, and and uh, she just can't get into it because because no. uh, she never read the Max when it was out before, so it 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 has that whole world to it, mm-hmm. and I I could totally get it if yeah. if you don't know who the Max is and what's going on with that guy and why is he what, what what's the Outback and all this it it does get kind of confusing and sometimes Sam Keith's art.
1: Mm-hmm
2: isn't quite uh people's preferable art (laughs)
1: he he definitely he he sticks to his guns like he really does have his own kind of sketchy but but still well realized style it's just yeah like you said some people just are not a big fan of how crazy it looks
2: like i found him like way back when he was doing like the the old wolverine stuff
1: where oh yeah cyber yeah yeah Oh, with Wolverine with like the the like three foot long claws. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, it's definitely his his style. If you see, if you know who he, what his artwork looks like, you can recognize it at the drop of a hat. Yeah, but he's awesome.
0: Sounds like he's perfect to draw the max, though.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's his creation. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh Marvel, we had a couple of Marvel comics out this week. We had a a bunch of the Spider-Man stuff kept coming out. Um I, well uh, actually, sorry, a lot of it's re- starting up with the, the weirder ones. I think the the most fun one this week was The Vault of Spiders. Oh, yeah. Which has uh, the return of a few older ones as well as, uh, oh, God, the Spider- Spider-Man. Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah, which is uh, from a Japanese cartoon show, I think. or I can't remember if it was cartoon or live action, but it has a total manga what? style to it with uh, you know, the Japanese yeah, style Yeah, I can't network. remember
2: if it was animated or live action or not. I, I know they, they did have a live action Spider-Man but i don't i don't remember if the big mech suit was from that or
1: fair enough i don't either i don't know regardless <laughs> yeah. it's
2: it's it's the one that
1: uh oh uh, the old in ready player one ready player yeah, one yeah that's one that right chooses. yep that's right that's right <laughs> i forgot about that good stuff uh so yeah yeah and
2: then uh, what was the other one that came out this week it was spider girls uh,
1: that one has come out in the last week or two i don't remember if that was last week or this week Oh no! It was Spider Force. That's right. Because I was. Because <laughs> they need to put every single spider, yeah, book in the world out. Because it, it was just a a picture of a spider and then force. Yep. 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 It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I do. I give them credit for putting uh, for putting creative teams together for these books that seem really solid. I I don't know if I'll have enough time to read too many of them. <laughs> the the eight hundred different books that they're yeah. launching. I will I will ask my buddy David and see what he's thinking about him. Yeah. We'll report back. Yeah.
2: Let us know, David.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um anyways, moving right along. Um we did have a few uh noteworthy trades. I'm sure there's a lot of noteworthy ones, but a few that I decided to bring up. Uh Bendis' Man of Steel miniseries that he did, I believe it was the first first thing that he did over at DC, except for maybe like a, a short story in yeah, action comics. Yeah, I think comics. he, he like
2: came in at the very end of issue 1000. Okay, right, yeah, that's right, that's right. And
1: then... And then picked yeah. it up with this guy, which... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see if it maybe collects that story too, but, um, but yeah, anyways, uh, if you are a fan of Bendis and you want to check out his start at Marvel, or sorry, at DC, and had not been picking up the single issues, you can now start. And he had a bunch of really good artists working with him on that, on this short run. Um, and jumping away from DC, we got Maestro's Volume 1, which is my, uh, fanboy, fanboy um uh, you know dream wizard comic that i would love <laughs> to keep going i want this comic to keep going if it possibly has any chance in hell i would be so happy um it had a it had a good end you could totally just leave it where it end where it actually did end here in this trade but if you uh, if you like magic and comics this is definitely a, a no brainer uh, um i think we both had kind of fallen off of this one but i um did I read the last one? I, I'm pretty sure I, I
2: actually read through that. I, oh, nice. I, I realized that I forgot to read, like, issue two, I think. And oh, just no. skipped right past it. Oh, no. And was confused. And then, oh, wait, I didn't read two.
1: But uh, Deathbed is the comic we're talking about <laughs> uh, by Joshua Williamson and Riley Rosmo, uh, which is a wonderful creative team. Uh, Joshua Williamson has done a lot of really fun stuff, like Nailbiter. Um, he's doing Birthright right now still. And then Riley Rossmo was just one of the, uh, God, I don't know. It's hard to describe his style. It's got, he, can, he can bend into the sci-fi really hard and do a really good job. He can do horror stuff like Bedlam back in the day when he did that with Nick Spencer. Jeez, uh, yeah, look up his art. It's really, really good. And this miniseries <laughs> was awesome from what I read. And Well, uh, I, I kind of need to pick up this trade. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I got for the releases this week
2: there was there was one that uh definitely needs a shout out the hidden witch came out oh right on that's right uh Molly ostertag's follow up to uh the 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 witch boy mm-hmm. uh the first one kind of kind of dealt with like discovering yourself and and doing what 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 you are and not what everybody tells you to be and then this one kind of uh, kind of deals more with like uh like bullying and it finally came out, right on. <laughs> <laughs> Some cool themes in those, I like that. Yeah, it's a it, it's a a great looking comic, and it's it's a nice all ages story that you could uh, get the little guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was a few things that I wanted to shout out last week. We ended up running a little long, so we're gonna tag them in right at the end here. Uh, yeah, we just I went through the Marvel and the uh, DC previews. I'll, I'll need to comb through the other one and uh, see if there's any anything to shout out next week there. Um, But a couple of fun things happening. Uh, Apparently, Kelly Sue DeConnick is going to pick up Aquaman after this crossover happens, which she is uh, notable for many things, uh, among which um, probably the most popular one here from her is uh, uh, Bitch Planet, uh, which has been kind of like sci-fi. Orange is the New Black is kind of the easy elevator pitch. The the other part of the team uh, that's doing
2: Manhunter or uh, Maneaters?
1: Was she on that one?
2: Well, uh, she wasn't working on that one, but uh Chelsea that's riding oh, that one yeah. was on Bitch Planet. That's
1: right. Yes, that's right, yes. Um so I'm sh- I'm sure they will continue to collaborate together and other things too. <laughs> but but yeah, so that should be fun. I mean with the with the Aquaman movie coming out, I'm I'm guessing they'll have some kind of a crazy, crazy interesting story to kinda of grab people's attention back. Um not that not that he needs the shout out, but um a particular comic coming up from the Tom King run of Batman will <laughs> Sorry Jason. <laughs> All good. Uh will actually be a sequel to that story, The Boy Who Wanted to Be Bruce Wayne. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, they just kinda they did that issue and then mm-hmm. he's just
2: What happened to the other Bruce Wayne? <laughs>
1: right. And uh I, I mean that kid was downright creepy like they did a, he did a really good job at writing just like this weird hero like worship thing into the fact that he knew that Bruce Wayne was Batman and that his parents were killed and this weird stuff yeah. and <laughs> wanted to emulate that by having his own parents killed so you know that's that happened whoa yeah <laughs> uh, so anyways that that's going to be fun I think that's going to be an issue number 58 uh, if you happen to have read that older one and uh, enjoyed it for what it was <laughs> Uh, in that great little run of one one off stories that he was doing before yeah the 50 this is I mean I, I know I I sing his praises probably more often than is necessary but Tom King is, is one of the best Batman writers that there has ever been like I, he's just he's knocking it out of the park like I haven't read a single Batman comic from that run that I didn't like yeah so I don't know um over at Marvel Jason Aaron is going to be writing a new Conan series, and that is quite exciting to me because Jason Aaron (laughs) writing anything is usually worth attention. Yeah, I
2: remember uh, when the uh, previews came in and it was on the cover, and then you got super excited, and then down at the bottom it said, in January. (laughs) Yep,
1: yep. They totally baited me out. I thought it was coming in December, but we got to wait. But that should be really good. Uh, I think Muhammadus as- Asrar uh, was the artist that they listed as at least starting it up, and he's he's perfect for that kind of a book too. Um, oh, and then kind of out of left field, uh, they're starting to do an adaptation of the Wolverine podcast, uh, The Long Night, which has been a really cool story. Apparently, like,
2: like they're they're taking the podcast and and making it into a comic. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's that's. Funny,
1: yeah. I, I mean,
2: I, I don't know. I, I haven't checked that one out, but uh, I've heard about it, and the, it just sounded really cool.
1: Yeah, it does. I, I mean, I'm sure we'll get it in. We'll have to have to take a look, and we'll we'll give it another mention when it comes out.
0: We need to get on that, guys. Let's reach out to some people. Get an adaptation of our uh, little podcast here.
1: That would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the most exciting one in the world, but Yeah, yeah. You know. we'll get it well illustrated. There later. you go. We've been, we've been looking for a project for Echo Turning to come back and work with us on.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
1: She probably wouldn't have time for that.
0: I bet she could capture my beard beautifully. I bet she could. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm sure it would look handsome as well. It already does, George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of wraps up what I've got. Yeah. Uh, really quick, next
2: week we've got some cool stuff coming out. Uh, Colin Bunn has another one coming out, uh, next week. Uh, Empty Man. Mr. Bunn. Yeah, Mr. Bunn. Mr. Bunn. <laughs> About a, a pandemic, uh, disease that causes you to go, uh, go, go violently insane. Uh, all centers around a girl that, uh, that contracts it, but her, her family doesn't want to send them away because... Once you go for treatment, you just don't come back.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So they try and take care of it themselves. So it's treatment, not treatment? Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, Crowded number four, uh, Bully Wars number three, Border Town comes out next week. Nice. Uh, the first issue of the Doctor Who 13th Doctor comes oh, out cool. next week.
1: Hmm. I've been really enjoying that so far. Not the. I mean, I haven't read the comic yet, obviously, but the, the show has been really, really good. I haven't watched it since uh, since the last guy
2: I took over. mm uh, uh, Green Lantern, number one.
1: Oh, the Grant Morrison run. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's a reason to be excited if you're a Green Lantern fan again. And not to say that the run that's going on right now has been has been bad. I, I haven't been reading it lately, but that is going to be a really weird and fun run.
2: Nice.
1: Uh... The
2: trade paperbacks. We got Star Wars Lando Double or Nothing coming out.
1: Uh, the the Childish
2: Gambino Lando. Yep. <laughs> uh, collection of the Marvel Rising uh, Domino Killer Instinct. Um,
1: Is that going to be just the first collected edition of the new run? Do you know? Yeah, it's it's the first story arc. Cool. And then uh, Black
2: Hammer and Bloodborne. Nice. They're all coming out. Bloodborne. Yeah. But, but had that already come out? I know I'm getting some in next week.
1: You know, I think they've been filling the same shortage for a couple of weeks in a row oh, okay. on that one. <laughs> so that, and I'd be super excited anyway, if it if wasn't. if you didn't if,
2: get it, you, you can come get it next week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, got a, you got a question for us?
0: Sure thing, guys. Uh, what is the coolest way to acquire superpowers? Radioactive hot dog. Radioactive hot dog? Which uh, Which superhero was that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool. No, that's good. I like that outside the box. I was expecting one that you'd read about, but I like that you just were like, "Nope." We just, we just created it right now. This is why I eat one hot dog a day. I'm hoping someday it'll kick in.
1: There you go. Uh, I'm a fan of uh, the pursuit and uh, like uh, achieving achieving like secret knowledges that unlock magics and things like that. Ooh, like okay, like kind of you know. Wi- I guess what wizards do, you yeah. know, like not necessarily having it born in them, but but doing enough research and searching and whatnot that you can unlock those powers. I just want
2: magic to be real in the world. Okay. Kind of like a, the, the Constantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. That
1: I sort of thing. I, I like that. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jason. And thank you, Travis. <laughs> thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: been listening to au radio comics corner music is provided by cubby and bensound.com views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of adventures underground au radio podcast is a production of adventures underground copyright 2018 all rights reserved Contact the show. Follow us on Twitter at AU underscore radio, Facebook at AU radio podcast, Instagram at AU.radio, or you can email the show at podcast at ADV You can also support this show and all the shows on AU radio by becoming a patron of the AU radio network. Find us on Patreon as AU radio at Adventures Underground. You can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month. Thanks for listening.